it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. We open the state too soon. We're going to head for round two of this coronavirus, and it's going to be worse than the first time around. We've already lost enough lives. Let's kick this virus in the butt. So there ain't not everybody excited about reopening the state of Florida. Not everybody saying, hey, you know what? I want to go out to dinner. I want to go to a movie. Not everyone saying I want to go get my hair done or I want to get a tattoo like they can do in Georgia and South Carolina and, uh, and Tennessee starting this weekend because they're starting, like I said, they're starting to open those states up. And as those states start to open up, all the other states are going to be looking at opening up. And some people are really excited about it. Some people like that, dude, not so much. 855 765 1045 is our number. 855 765 1045 is our number. And today is whatever you want Wednesday, which means that we've planned absolutely. Okay, that's not true. I planned one thing. I planned what I did want to mention. <laughs> there's, there's one story I wanted to mention to you because it, it tickled me a little bit. And it and it reinstate it, you know, it, it reaffirms my faith in people. And that is a story about Mayor Bill de Blasio in New York, who set up a tip line. He set up a tip line for uh, people to basically snitch on their neighbors. If you lived in New York, you could dial or text something to uh, 311 and you could rat out your neighbors and say, hey, I know for a fact my neighbor is in social distancing or I know for a fact my neighbor has friends over. I can hear them partying or I know for a fact, whatever. And so he set up this line and he, he posted this video. He was really excited about, um, really excited about it and, and thought it was a great way for New Yorkers to keep each other safe. However... New Yorkers did not feel the same way. New Yorkers apparently do not want to rat each other out. No, you know, they're not all Michael Cohen. Some, some of them, they want to just live their lives and they want to let other people live their lives and they don't want to snitch out to the mayor, Bill de Blasio, so he can go and throw people in prison or whatever he does. So in the first couple of days of this site being up and active, in the first couple of days of him asking for requests from New Yorkers to, to report to report anyone who might be violating the social distancing guidelines, anyone who might be violating the quarantine, he uh, and his website were inundated, inundated with photos of people flipping off the mayor, just big middle fingers, and also photos of mostly male genitalia without, without any without anything coverage basically people instead of using the tip line to send out tips about their neighbors they were sending out photos of their own of their own junk and that was that was something i guess he didn't see i guess he didn't see that one coming i guess he was like oh i didn't i didn't expect that so they're making some alterations to it but apparently that was people were sending photos of bill de blasio coming out of the gym without his mascot and saying i would like to report someone not social distancing uh people were sending pictures of of naughty looking candy and things all sorts of stuff you could imagine one guy said i've been doing all day long i've just been sending this tip line a picture of my manhood and uh because I mean, you're like you're locked at home. You're saying, what else you got to do? 
what else is there? It's very anyway. That's uh, that when you're a, when you're a public figure and you start when you ask the public to get in touch with you, you do always run the risk of them, uh, you know, not taking it as seriously, uh, seriously as you do. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. You can leave us an open mic message too. We have this great mobile app. It's free. It's one zero four point five WOKV in the App Store. You download it. You send. You record a message, and it comes right through to the studio. And whatever it is you want to say, uh, for example, it, it, here, I'll play you an example. Hey, I want to give a shout out to all my first responders and healthcare workers out there. Thank you so much. You're working hard. You're busting butt. We're keeping people safe and we're going to make America great again. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Woo! There you go. It could just be a shout out to your first responder friends. It could be a complaint or a question. It could be somebody, you know, uh, this woman apparently has the hots for Rich Jones. Good morning. I just wanted to say today is my birthday and I'm thankful today for Rich Jones and his friendly voice every day as I go to work. And I'm grateful for this beautiful city we live in. Have a good day. Look at that. And happy birthday uh, to you as well. 855-765-1045. This is Susie in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you? Doing real good this morning, Mark. How about yourself? Doing great, Susie. What'd you want to say? It's Trump Day. Oh yeah, bravo, bravo. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Lisa in Saint Augustine. How you doing, Lisa? Hey man, I'm doing all right. How you doing, Mark? Great. What'd you want to say? Well, you know, I just read an article this morning about you know a lady in Idaho yeah. got arrested at a park. You know, and. Uh, they arrested her, took her away from her kids. Her kids were left there. You yeah. know, there were other adults. But anyway, I just started thinking, you know, this country was founded on, you know, we wanted the freedoms that we have to go worship, to go to a bar, to go to a park. And we sent our children to war for this, our 18-year-old sons, to die so that we could have our freedoms that we have now to go to church, to do all this stuff. And people are so complying to give up all their freedoms. And whenever they do want to protest to go, you know, to try to get our freedoms back, the cops are letting us down. They're letting me down so much where I feel like, you know, when are they going to say, you know, screw you, Mayor, I'm not going to go arrest this woman or this person at church. You know, I can't do it. They're, you know, and it's getting, like I say, it's getting super scary to me, you know. Um, you know, Lisa, you bring up a great, I'm hearing more and more about that. And this woman and I in, uh, was it Idaho? Iowa, Idaho, right? Uh, it was Idaho, Idaho and there yeah. was only there's only 48 deaths, and that's 1.8 million people live in Idaho. No, yeah, I saw you know? that story this morning, and this woman was pushing her kid on the swing or something, and like three or four cops came up to her, and she got—I mean, she got into a verbal altercation with the police, and ended up saying, "You're going to arrest me for pushing my kid on the swing? Go ahead, arrest me." And she turned around, and the cop literally pulled out his handcuffs and arrested her and, and took her away. It said she was being detained, I guess, which is uh, there's a difference between being detained and arrested. But a lot, but the response to that is. By a lot of folks, what's wrong with the police that they would even do something like that? What's wrong with the police in New Jersey that they would go and arrest a man sitting alone on the beach? What's wrong with the police officers that they don't say, we're not arresting people at the synagogue praying of, you know, for Passover? We're not doing that. We're not going to arrest his mom for pushing her, her kids on the swing. And there comes a point when uh, I'm just following orders doesn't really vibe anymore. And a lot of folks are getting a lot of folks are getting to that point. Uh, you know, I, I imagine that that if the mayors of any town ordered the police to do something that was that was unconstitutional, I would hope that if Mayor Curry sent the police out to arrest people for playing in a park 
or for 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 you know practicing their religion i i would hope that our local police you know would ignore that order or tell them tell them to stick it uh but you know but that's not happening police they want you know they're they're afraid for their jobs as well they don't want to get laid off they know how tough it is to find work so they're they're blindly following these orders that i think a lot of people uh sit and think what why would you do that why would you want to be the guy who arrests a mom for pushing her kid in the park uh pardon me i'm getting and apparently Tinkerbell just sent me an email. That was uh, the mom sound effect. Why would you want to be the person that does that? You don't want to be you don't want to be on the internet doing that kind of thing. You don't want to be on the internet being known as the cop that arrested the mom pushing her kid on the swing. You would I mean I don't know that I would. I would rather be the cop that quit because the mayor gave me a ridiculous order, like arrest people at the park or arrest people in church or arrest people sitting on the beach. 855-765 1045 is our number 855-765-1045 we have to get, that's a great question though lisa thanks so much for calling uh we really appreciate it 855-765-1045 and if there are any police listening give us a buzz and let us know what would you do if you're at a park and there's social distancing in place and a mom's pushing her kids on the swing and she refuses to leave would you arrest her in front of her kids haul her off to wherever you'd haul moms off to 855-765-1045 quick break more of the marque show coming up on 104.5 wokv it's whatever you want Wednesday. Give Mark a call and talk about, well, whatever you want. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. How about those folks in Nassau County quit whining about their convenience of their beach and worry about the safety of the people around them? Find somewhere else, somewhere else to take a walk. Oh yeah, take a. How about take a long walk off a short pier? That's it. Who knew that the opening of the beaches would be such a controversial thing? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. It is, of course, uh, whatever you want Wednesday today. So whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. If you want to talk about Donald Trump's tweet uh, threatening Iran to blow them out of the water if they do it. I mean, here's the thing. Donald Trump tweeted two hours ago, I have instructed the United States Navy to shoot down and destroy any and all Iranian gunboats if they harass our ships at sea. I like how he says shoot down like the gunboats are going to be flying through the sky. Uh, but but he's basically saying, look, here's the deal. You think because we have the COVID-19, you think because we have the coronavirus, you think because we've had these issues with the Navy and the USS uh, you know, Teddy Roosevelt that we're weak. We're not at all. And if you try to do anything, we are going to uh, we're going to basically make you regret it uh, for the rest of your lives, which will be not that long because we're going to shoot you out of the sky. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. Let's get back to the phones. We've got uh, John in Mandarin. How are you, John? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Good, Mark. I've got a question for you. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of research on the origins of this coronavirus. Okay. There's over 70 medical labs trying to come up with a vaccine. Yeah. China is working with other companies to do human trials. They're already doing human trials. Yeah. Question for you. If China comes up with a vaccine for coronavirus, would you get the shot? I mean, I feel like China, I mean, everything I have is from China. My iPhone's from China. My cards, keys are probably made in China. I think half the clothes I'm wearing are made in China. I mean, if it's a vaccine and it's legitimate, uh, probably, I mean, the coronavirus came from China. If anyone's going to find a vaccine for it, maybe, uh, maybe they'd be the best ones to do it. Would you? No. Would you, if the children had to get a vaccine from China in order to go back to school, um, would you understand why parents would be upset with that? 
Um, yeah, no, I know that vaccinate, you know, vaccinations are always a big problem with uh, parents and, and schools and things like that. The uh, the forced vaccination of children at public school is not a thing, and I don't think they can make it a thing. You can't force somebody to uh, get a vaccination. Private schools, totally different story. If you want to go to a private school, they can force you to do whatever they want. Um, but I hadn't, I hadn't heard that anyone is even close to a vaccine. Oh, yeah. they have China has human trials going on right now. How much they are voluntary human trials or forced human yeah. trials. They're working with a company that does vaccines, Blackos, Klein. Yeah. They're way ahead of everybody else because they've been working on this virus for, for months, actually years. Well, before. look, I mean, here's the thing. If, if this virus... Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. What was that? <laughs> that's an open mic. You learned that we got that as an open mic? Yeah, that's what he wanted to talk about today. It's Wednesday. Man, I don't know if my Bluetooth is stuck on loop or if you're stuck on loop. Knock it off. We're... <laughs> yeah, we had a little, we had some technical difficulties with the radio station, but we are we are better now. We are we are all back. Uh, my whatever you want Wednesday request would be uh, one hundred dollars, please. I'm very broke. It's whatever you want Wednesday as far as what do you want to talk about on the radio, not what uh, what do you want in life. It's not like you know Make a Wish Wednesday. That's a totally different thing. But speaking of money, I'm glad you brought that up because Ken just called in from uh, from California and he said, look, you know, I'm running into a lot of people these days. And they're telling me the same thing. They're saying, "I look, I got laid off. I lost my job. And now I'm on unemployment and I'm getting the stimulus check. And I got to be honest with you. I'm making more money. I'm making more money on unemployment than I did in my job. And he's telling people, you know, they're like, why should I go back to work? Why should I just sit on my butt and let the government take care of me? Uh, you know, what do I tell those guys? You know, how do I what do I do when somebody approaches me and they say that? And I said, you know, let me, we had to take a break uh, for traffic weather news. I, but, you know, I'll, I'll speak to that because there's a couple of good reasons why you should go back to work. And, uh, you know, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, you know what, I, I feel bad. I got laid off. I'm out of work. I had to apply for unemployment. And now I'm making more money doing nothing than I did before. We well, you know what what's the what's the benefit for me ever to go back to work? And I would look at them and I'd say, well, there's a couple things. First of all. You don't want to be like a lazy freeloading SOB for the rest of your life. You're not a communist. And guess what? You're not going to make any, you can't get a raise when it comes to unemployment. Unemployment is a system that you pay into, and then when you need it, you can take out. But it's not like you get a 2% annual increase in your unemployment. I mean, you may, depending on who becomes the president, um, you know, the next time around. But odds are not likely. Plus, you never know when your unemployment could end. And also, it's a horrible example. I mean, if you're a communist, sure, by all means, do it. Do it, comrade. Sit around and, and drink vodka and eat potatoes and cabbage and read your Karl Marx and don't shower and freeload from the government. But also, when they come knocking on your door and hauling you away because you tweeted something or wrote something on Facebook that they didn't like, don't come crying to me. I mean, you won't be able to because you'll be locked in a gulag somewhere in Stockton, California. Look, and when you give up the when you start taking from somebody, when you become somebody's somebody's, uh, you know, B word really is what is the only way is the only way to describe it. You are indebted to them. You know, if somebody gives you something for nothing, they're going to come one day and ask you for something and expect you to give it to them. And it could be your allegiance to their new doctrine. It could be your life in times of war. It could be your property. It could be whatever you have left.
But if the more of your liberty and, the, and your rights that you give up, the less that you're entitled to. So if you want to be a freeloader, if you want to be a, a, a socialist loser and just be taken, be if you just want to be a government baby and you want to suckle at the teat of the United States Treasury, then go for it. Uh, the rest of us are going to go out and work and we're going to be able to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we're going to be able to build our own fortunes and our own empires. And when you work for somebody else or for yourself or both, which is what I always recommend uh, people do. You have the ability to move up the financial ladder. You have the ability to move up the social ladder and you have the ability to protect yourself. So the next time this happens, when COVID-20 rolls around, you won't have to file unemployment. You're going to be like, "Woo! thank God I worked my butt off and used my creativity and my energy and my time building something productive and building something profitable and storing away a, a whole bunch of cash and, and food and Lysol wipes. Thank God I don't have to go and file unemployment because I am self-sufficient. And if I lose my job, it's okay. I am responsible and I planned for this and my family and I can survive because that's what this country gives you. It gives you life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, which means you can change that happiness. It's not guaranteed the pursuit of happiness, but it also gives you the ability to take care of yourself. And that is the best gift any of us could ever ask for. But if you return that gift, if you give that gift back, if you say, you know what, thanks for the thanks for the ability for me being my own person and being my own man and building my own fortune and and taking care of myself. But I don't I'm OK with you. Just take care of me. Give me whatever money you can. I'll just I'll just sit back, relax. I won't be any trouble. And and we'll just we'll you know, we'll just we'll I'll, I'm not going to look for more. Just give me my little share, my fair share of wealth that you can spread around and I'll be good to go. And the and the government, they'll be thrilled to do that, man. There's there's Democrats lined up around the block, ready to ready to take everything from you and give you what little they feel you need. But that's not what we're here for. That's not what we do. It's not what Americans do. Eight five. So if, again, Ken, the short answer to your question is: If somebody said, uh, "Hey, why should I go back to work when I can make more more money on unemployment?" Just uh, you know, slap them in the face and say, "Get out of here, commie." And that's the end of it. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Carl in Middleburg. How you doing, Carl? Doing great, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing really well, man. What did you want to say, sir? Well, I've got some things that are bothering me. First thing is our individual rights and our constitutional rights. I'm yeah. really getting tired of uh, the, the Florida governor, the mayors of our towns, acting like they're little Hitlers. Uh, and my question is, really, we have a law and order president who put this great attorney general in, William Barr. Why aren't they telling these governors to quit doing this? I mean, when you're wanting to have drones fly over you, put uh, braces on people to track them, uh, you, you go to a park and they want to arrest you, you go to church, they want to arrest you, but yet these same politicians are turning criminals free because they're worried about them. Why isn't our president and our attorney general doing something about this? And I like Trump. Yeah. I'm a Trump supporter. I don't get it. The law and order president is allowing all this lawlessness to continue. And then I have one more thing about the virus. All right. All right. When well, I, I was growing up. Yeah, go ahead. 
these viruses, the saying used to be you want to be exposed to these things to build an immunity against them. Yeah. And I've been listening to Laura Ingram and I've been listening to Rush and some of these doctors that they're now allowing to talk are saying that we probably did the wrong thing. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand with polio and certain things, you know, you have to be careful. Sure. Uh, we don't have anything for AIDS. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a doctor, but it just seems to me by hiding yeah. from this virus, we'll keep it alive. Why didn't we just leave things alone, warn the people that do have problems, the yeah. older generation and all that? Why did we go to this extreme to destroy our economy, all right. destroy people's lives. I know people in Bellevue that have restaurants that they're done. Yeah, no, Carl, you're listen, you bring up some great, but let me tackle the first thing first, because this is something I hear a lot about. And you, you have to keep in mind, there's two types of leaders. There's leaders who respect the Constitution and there's leaders who respect the, uh, you know, the, the government that has been established and they expect, they respect basically the Republican form of government that we have. The United States of America. The president has come under constant criticism for not forcing states to do this, not forcing states to do that. When really, it's not his job to force states. Donald Trump is not a dictator, no matter what they tell you on CNN. Donald Trump is not a dictator. He's not looking for overall rule. He wants to be there as somebody who helps the governors uh, when they need it. If the governor, and he says it to the governors all the time. You you were elected to take care of your state. That's your job. Your job is to take care of New York, Governor Cuomo. Your job is to take care of Michigan, Governor Widmer. Your job is to take care of Florida, Governor DeSantis. And my job as president is to take care of the federal government. If you need something, we are here for you. But the same reason Donald Trump doesn't go in and say, shut down your borders, shut down this. It's the same reason he can't really go back in and say, open up here, open up there. The governors are in charge, and some governors have taken it to a level that is extreme, that is dictatorial, that is that is tyrannical. They have ignored, they have ignored the constitutional rights of their citizens. I don't believe ours is one of them. I believe Ron DeSantis has been very open and very limited in his in his forceful reactions to the coronavirus, much less so than other governors who have basically taken over, taken the power, and clamped down. And some of the reports you're getting from the other states kind of, you know, they, they bolster that. Uh, I, locally, I think Lenny Curry maybe has been a little harsh at times, you know, saying he would condemn your office building if your workers showed up. He also uh, established a snitch line, which got inundated with requests so that people could snitch on their bosses and, and stab their coworkers in the back if they weren't following his orders and guidelines. So you got to go case by case. But whether it's a mayor who you feel is is, you know, like like the dictator of Duval or whether it's a governor who you feel has taken the United States Constitution and just run it through the paper shredder, they will be dealt with in time, either at the ballot box or in the courtroom, because we still have a system of government that allows you to challenge your leaders. The question is, are there people out there willing to challenge their leaders? Uh, that's a great question. I appreciate you calling. We'll talk about the virus here in just a minute, too. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show. More of your phone calls and your open mic messages coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is 
is the Marquet Show. Okay. I'm Marquet. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. Uh, 855-765-1045. By the way, thanks to Rose from Missouri. Rose sent us masks. She sent us three masks that she and her mom made. And uh, they're really cool. I just, just If you were watching on the stream, I just had mine on. And I'll take a picture of it on later. Josh has one and Hannah has one as well, although... Uh, Josh isn't wearing his. I don't know why. The strong arm of the Marquet ripped a couple of masks on the way over. I didn't rip it. I what just, a coincidence I, that Mark gets the one that didn't break. I pulled it out. And I, well, I wanted to model it for the street. I just wanted – there were, there were yeah, there were two that had um like weak stitches. We're going to fix that, though. Don't worry. It may – you know what? I'm it probably – right now. Can you hear it? That's good. All right. Did, yep. uh, did that work? Let's see. Let's see. Let's try to pop that puppy. Take did you spray headphones. it? I sprayed it, yeah. Also, a problem it. I sprayed ethanol hand sanitizer in it, and then I, I accidentally dry cleaned my lungs. You look good. That's good. Thanks. Do you feel safer and I healthier? I feel super safe. Oh, you look great. I feel like a part of the Mortal Kombat. Oh, you do look like yeah. Mortal You look a little bit like I Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. That's great. All right. We're going to put our masks on and take some photos here uh, in just a minute. But we really appreciate that. Uh, we really Thanks, appreciate Rose. that. Thanks, for. And if you ever want to send us anything, by the way, we've put our phone, our address in the um in the stream but it's 11700 central parkway in jacksonville 32224 we do screen all packages for you know things that are ticking powdery substances stuff like that uh 855-765-1045 this is irene in dalton alabama how you doing irene i'm doing great oh good i'm so oh, glad uh look every time you mention the origin of this coronavirus or talk about China in a bad way, yeah. Facebook cuts you off totally. Really? Yeah. If I say the coronavirus is from China, they cut me off? They sure do. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, all try right. it. Try we're it right gonna, now. We're going to have to, we're going to need a code word. We're going to need, I just, I literally just said the, oh, corona, okay. the coronavirus comes from China. Let me know if, we, let me Wait know if that, it. if we get cut off, Irene. We need to come up with code words then. Like, uh, you know, like the, um, like the zucchini comes from China. <laughs> maybe a different. We only maybe need one keyword, right? Maybe a couple code words. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. This is Alice in Long Island. How you doing, Alice? Oh, thanks. Thanks for taking my call, Mark. Oh, absolutely, um, Alice. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm. This is about education. I was on a webinar, and this teacher was talking about uh, how she teaches um, environmental justice, and she teaches her children to be, uh, you know, we have to be better world citizens. I was like, Wh when did that happen? Yeah. When I went to school, I learned math, you know, science, history, but this stuff doesn't happen. And then out of school, I went to 4-H, and I learned, you know, how to plant things and how to, I don't know, do other things. But it, it seems to me like education is just not doing what it's supposed to do and they're not doing things like that they shouldn't be doing you know that's, I mean, uh, that, that to me has been one of the biggest boons of homeschooling the kids is that now i get to see exactly what they're learning or exactly what they're teaching and we get to go over their tests with them and if they have questions they come to me and they say you know daddy uh what's the most important important of all the uh you know amendments or you know daddy do we what why do we celebrate earth day all this other stuff and that's a that's a great point and i think that parents are hopefully going to get more involved as a result of this in their kids' education and not just be like, take my kids, go away. I don't, I don't care what they're learning. Yeah, but you quoted the um, uh, Declaration of Independence. I bet a lot of kids out there don't even know what you just said. Yeah. And that's sad. I mean, we should be learning about our, our wonderful, wonderful history and then – and then outside school, they could learn how to be, you know, citizens of the world. No, that is true. That is true. Hey, thanks for calling. My kid came back to me one day and he said, Daddy, did you know – that there's only been one woman who ever ran for vice president. And I looked at him and said, did you know there were actually two? <laughs> and he goes, 
no. And I go, where, where did, which one do you know about? He goes, Ferraro. I go, yeah, there's another one. Her name was Sarah Palin. Eight five five seven. What else are you learning? Yeah, in fact, now every day that you get back from school, come and tell me what your civics teacher is teaching you because I want to make sure that it's accurate. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 uh, is our number. Oh, that was the other day he came back, too, and he goes, Daddy, do you know anything about the FCC? <laughs> yeah, I have a pretty, I have a pretty intimate under, uh, understanding of that, um, of that government agency. 855, what do you need to know, son? Craig in Ponte Vedra. How you doing, Craig? Hey, Craig, dude. Hey, Craig. Great, Craig. Hang on. Sorry, I apologize. i got to put you back on hold. We have to take a break, apparently. We, we lost track of time. We've been having so much fun. Uh, we'll get to you first, Craig, right after this break. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to the Marquee Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. That is our number. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, right before the break, I started talking to Craig, and then the other Josh started waving his hands in the air saying, go to break. So uh, we have to bring uh, Craig back now. Craig, thanks so much for waiting very patiently. We, uh, we appreciate that. How are you on this whatever you want Wednesday? Hey, they were pretty good. I finally wiped all the tears from my eyes laughing about the zucchinis come from China. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, get those tears out of your eyes. And don't say China because apparently hey, they're going to cut our feet. Hey, uh, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, in case they don't grow zucchinis in China and they figure this one out, you'd always say the wontons or the egg rolls come from China. All right. I like that, too. I, I like that, too. Uh, what's up? What do you want to say? Okay. Uh, like I said, you know, I live in Ponte Vedra. I always go to Jack's Beaches. Mm -hmm. And now that they have the beaches open, uh, I am handicapped. Uh, because of back surgeries and everything else, and they have a handicap placard. Now, there's no handicap parking uh, in Jack's Beach. All the parking lots are closed, and you have to park on the street. And I really can't walk more than a couple hundred feet unless I have a, a buggy or something in yeah. front of me at the supermarket. Yeah. It would be nice if you do have a handicap, you know, placard, if you can just take a chair down, you know, hold the placard in your hand or put it on the back of the chair and enjoy the scenery. Oh, you're saying that you don't get to go to the beach because you have to be mobile. You have to be doing a mobile activity like walking or fishing or, or swimming. Hey, or Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. That is, yeah, that, you know, I didn't even think about that. But, I mean, again, they're trying to, I guess, yeah, I, I guess they didn't, they didn't take that into consideration. Do you have one of those? I've seen they have uh, beach chairs that have those big wheels. They're like beach wheelchairs, and they have huge plastic wheels. And they're to, they're made to be easily pushed in the sand. Do you happen to have one of those or access to one of those? Uh, you know, you know, not really. But yeah. I mean, you know, it's you know, it would be nice, you know, if you have a handicapped, you know, placard, right? You can hold your hand and sit on the beach. I mean, people can walk six feet around you, ten feet around you. No, that's true. That's true. Well, how? Let me let me ask you this: How much do you weigh? Because maybe the other Josh could just put you on his shoulders. Oh no, you got to be six feet away from me. Never mind. Well, no, you still have to be moving. Yeah, you still got to. <laughs> maybe we get like a hammock. We put you in a hammock with like six feet of rope on either side, and we could just carry you. We could carry you up and down the beach. Yeah, like they used to move Caesar around, right? They just yeah. put him on a platform, and we all just throw him on our shoulders. That's and what eat we need. Sure. And like go into battle. That's a great idea. Well, no battling, just you know, oh, okay, just sure. enjoying that the makes scenery. It more easier. Than Yes. Yeah, if you have to, I have to carry this guy and fight somebody. That's not going to end well. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Though we really, uh, we really appreciate it. Ben in California. How you doing, Ben? Yeah, 
name? Hey, Mike, Mark, how you going, guys? Great, Ben. Um, uh, ben. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Uh, did you guys did you, did you guys hear what the State Department did a couple when Obama was still in office? Is this like a, is this like a knock knock joke or something, or is this? No, 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 no. It's serious. Oh, all right. Like the what did the State Department was, do when Barack Obama was in office? Uh, he, it was his last year. They gave China a grant for three point five million dollars. Yeah. To do research on coronavirus on bats. I did hear something about. I mean, look, I, yep. I, I did hear something about that, and I don't know the facts. You seem to be more well versed on it than I am. I will say this though. No, I, I don't. I, I heard about it. Yeah, you heard. And okay. It, we'll look it, into that. But, if, but Ben, I will say this: it, when you say. Barack Obama gave millions of dollars to some no, country. No, I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say one big ass mistake. America gave the money. State Department. Well, State. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Well, the State Department underneath Barack Obama. If you told me he gave lots of money to a country that hates us, then I wouldn't be surprised at all because he has a he has a history of. Uh, of doing that. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, thanks for the call. We really, we really appreciate it. This is, uh, let's see, Sandy from Mandarin. She's been waiting very patiently. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me on your show. I love your show. Oh, well, we appreciate um, that. And thanks for calling in and wanting to be on the show. Thank you. Um, I had two parts. Okay. Um, I had recently posted on my social media that um, I had hoped that a lot of people that are unemployed right now would seek out other jobs even if it wasn't what they currently do. Yeah. There's, and, and I had posted some things that I'd seen driving around, you know, who's hiring. And there was a comment posted um, on my post that said that, you know, they have to file for unemployment because if they, um, in order for their current, not really current any longer, employer was going to pay for their insurance. If they sought out another job, their previous employer was not going to pay for their health insurance at all, which didn't make any sense to me. Why would they pay for their, their health insurance if they were no longer employed there? Yeah, I don't think I didn't know you could do that. That seems um, that seems weird. And I, I thought the same thing. And, and then I thought, was this just an excuse because of what I posted and they were you know, yeah. I embarrassed. Feel, they had, I don't know really what it was. I but, know that if you get fired or if you quit your job, there's something called COBRA, which is like an extension of your of your um, health insurance from your company. And I know that there's various ways that different companies can offer you as part of a, a pension package. You know, like, hey, we want to fire you, but we're going to give you a lot of money and we'll cover you for another year or two under our health plan. But it would it seems weird to me that if you're furloughed or if you're if you're fired, that they would say, don't get another job somewhere. Um, collect unemployment, we'll continue to pay your health insurance unless, of course, they expect to rehire you in a couple of months. But then, you know, none of that is, I mean, that's all That's all up in the air. It's all up in the air. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll see if anyone else is in that same um, predicament. This is Kelly in Orange Park. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm good. Oh, good. What do you want to say, Kelly? I'm always just, I shouldn't be, but I'm amazed at how little people understand the basic benefit system. Because it's kind of ridiculous to say something like, oh, I can just be unemployed forever. Why would I ever go back to work? I mean, the maximum benefits anywhere in any state is 26 weeks. And in some states like Georgia, maybe part of the reason the governor is so interested in getting people back to work, yeah. it's only 14 weeks. 
You know, the benefits are designed to last long enough for you to look for another job and find one. And you're also supposed (laughs) to actually prove that you are. I mean, is is that still a thing where you're supposed to go out and prove that you're looking for work, prove that you're looking for a job, that kind of thing? It's temporarily suspended in most states, like in Florida. They temporarily suspended it just for the benefit of not wanting people to be actively physically interviewing. Well, I guess that makes Um, sense. But that won't be indefinite either. And six months from now, everybody on unemployment is going to either need a job and health insurance because COBRA is also not indefinite. Right. Or they're going to be out of luck looking for work with no money. Interesting. Hey, thanks for calling, Kelly. We appreciate you. She definitely is well-versed. I always tell people, you know, this, and I think to myself, this is the best. If you've ever wanted a side hustle, this seems to me to be like the best time to start that side hustle, whether it's, you know, an online business or a blog, or you want to start your own company, or you want to, you know, uh, start an Etsy store. If you want to sell something, like sell masks, if you want to turn your hobby into your, uh, turn your hobby into your passion or, or into your uh, profession. I mean, that's, this seems like the best time to do it because A, odds are you're at home. Uh, B, all you've got is time to spend on the computer. And C, there's probably out there, people out there that are bored and just looking to spend money on something. They might as well. They might as well, sorry about that, they might as well send the money to you, and then you can send them something else. So if you're one of those people that's always like, you know, I, it's time for me to, to go out on my own or start my own. I mean, unless you want to open a restaurant, now's a great time to do it, in, in my humble opinion. 855-765-1045, which reminds me, if you'd like to purchase one of those uh, uh, essential personnel shirts or hats, they're still available on our Facebook page. Just check out Mark K., on Facebook, 855-765-1045. Quick break. More. We got one more break here. Uh, we'll get to a couple more of your phone calls. We'll try to squeeze as many people in as we can. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Broke into karaoke, but we did. You know, you never know what's going to happen during the commercial breaks. And uh, we started singing. I planned that whole thing. We were singing Red Solo Cup and Paradise by the Dashboard Light. It was a lot of fun. 855-765-1045 is our number. And nobody mentioned China or the coronavirus once, which is why we're still on the air. Thank God. Uh, go Real quick, we got a few more minutes. We want to, like I said, squeeze in as many people as possible. Rick is in St. Augustine. Hi, Rick. How are you? Thank you, Mark, for taking my call. You're welcome, I Rick. I've got a little information that uh, people should know. Okay, I'm 60 years old. I'll give you a quick thing. I lost my toes on one foot. I had open-heart surgery, and I lost my leg, okay? I worked 35 years at a factory, okay? I have a sister-in-law that's mad at me. She took a stroke. She never worked, okay? She gets $700 a month. I get $1,800 a month because I kept putting into the system. Yeah. Yes, I did get laid off three or four times, but I always went back, but... People don't realize the big picture. You got to put into the system, and when you get disability or uh, Social Security, you'll get more money back out of it. What What happened to your toes? I have diabetes. Oh, I, I, I missed that first part. I heard you say you lost your toes and then you lost your leg. 
Um, and yeah, you know, and you're right about you're right about that. As, as a matter of fact, it is it is kind of like a give and a take. It's as, as much as you put in is what you get out. And if you don't put into the system that long, or if you if you if you uh, you know start to work and you give up your job before you need to, then you're not going to get as much. Well, listen, Rick, we appreciate you calling and sharing that. You know, it sounds like you've had a really interesting and tough life, but it seems like you, you got a great attitude and you toughed it out. And um, and it's a great lesson for everybody. Thanks again. We really we really do appreciate it. And pensions and you know all that kind of stuff. It's the same way. If you work work work, eventually it all pays off. Your four hundred one k. I mean the reason the reason you never stop giving to your four hundred one k is because the market keeps going up. And and all you people that paused your four hundred one k when the market collapsed two weeks ago, you're missing out because the rest of us who continue to keep uh, buying shares, we got a lot more for our money. It's like gas prices. You know, here's here's why I tell you the gas prices in the 401k is the same. When the market collapses the way it did, when we lose 8,000 points in a week, you don't stop buying stock. You start buying stock. It's like gas. You know, gas plummets down to to $1 a gallon. Well, if you put in $500 a month and gas is 3 bucks a gallon, how many gallons of gas are you going to be able to get? What, 212 or something? 225? We're not really good at it. 230, maybe? But if gas is $1 a gallon and you put in $500, how many gallons can you get? 500. Same is true of your stocks. So when the market goes down, that's the time to buy. And you never, ever pause your 401k deductions when the market collapses. That's the one thing I learned from Clark Howard. That's the one thing I learned that's from it? Clark. Well, no, I've learned a couple more. That's the one thing I remember learning from Clark Howard. Eric in Edgewater. How are you, Eric? I'm great. Can you hear me? I'm online at Publix getting a sub. I'm number 34. <laughs> You're number 34 in line. How many? What oh number are God. they? What number are they on right now? Uh, 26. <laughs> Not too bad. Are you, you social? Get, you can't get food. Are you social distancing though? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Perfect. And don't forget, they're, they're, they've got the uh, one-way rule now. So when you go up and down the aisles, you got to look at the arrow on the floor because it'll yeah, tell you. Yeah. Don't which get way. a ticket. And yeah. that's why I'm talking. That's why I'm calling about tickets. Yeah. I'm watching the news. People in other states are getting, like, arrested and fined. And my wife's a respiratory therapist. She's exposed to TB every day. And there's all these other diseases. Nobody's been getting threatened for any other disease in the history of mankind. I guess uh, AIDS is politically correct, and you don't get hassled for that. But if you have COVID and you're on the street, I guess it's against the law. And do the governors even have the power to do this to us? What's your thought? I mean, they have the power if you let them. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna fight the government, you know, you got to fight the man. And that's the that's the issue that people have when they see the police roll up and say you can't go to church. They think, oh, well, the police know what they're talking about. I'm gonna go home. Um, and then they go complain about it on Facebook. But really, you you have to question the authority if you believe that the authority is wrong. And and people are so scared. The fear of this virus is so it, it it's scaring not just the people but also law enforcement. In fact, the police are so scared of the virus in a lot of these jurisdictions that they are going to blindly follow any order. And it may not be because they're they're bad people or they're they're not familiar with the constitution. It may not be that they're afraid of getting fired or reassigned or whatever. It may just be that the police are just as scared about this virus as you are. So if they see you out there, they're going to try to do whatever they can to get you to go back inside because everybody, no, they don't want anybody getting sick at all. Um, when the fact of the matter is, you know, the police, they're not infallible. And we're seeing instances of that, of police officers who are who are putting civil liberties aside and saying, oh, no, you don't have the right to push your kid in a swing woman in Idaho. I'm taking you in. 
No, you do not have the right to sit on the beach all alone, man, in New Jersey. No, you do not have the right to go to synagogue and pray and worship uh, for Passover, uh, Jewish people in New Jersey again. We're going to arrest all y'all. And that's and that's kind of what's been happening. But the, look, the 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 uh, what's the the roosters will come home to roost. What the chickens will come home to hatch. What's the saying I'm the looking for? The chicken or the egg? Which the side, chicken, which one, one of them was born first? What, look, the chicken's going to come back and to haunt the egg. And th- eventually, either a these governors and mayors and sheriffs will be vote run out of town on a rail, or b uh, they're going to be hauled into a courtroom and they're going to have to suffer the consequences either monetarily or or you know uh, or legally um, because of their their overreach. And William Barr already is starting to put some stuff forward in the Justice Department to look at the governors that have overreached, and a lot of them have really high political aspirations. So it's going to be an interesting battle, um, you know, as soon as we get out of the other side of this. Hey, thanks so much for your call. Thanks to everybody who called today. We really, 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 really appreciate it. We had a great Whatever You Want Wednesday, and uh, we will be back tomorrow. We're going to do some What the Bleep tomorrow, which is going to be great. Uh, we'll bring you the latest news about the coronavirus here in Jacksonville, all over the state. And then tomorrow night, don't forget, a special edition of the Mark K Show 8 to 10 here on we'll do the 10 to noon but then make you know tell alexa alexa remind me when it's 8 p.m i gotta listen to two more hours of Marquet. stay tuned traffic weather news rush limbaugh all on the way on 104.5 wokv join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.